on episode 343 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Realm Royale is out now. Uh, Star Ocean is on its way. Dragon Quest has a surprise for us. There's a robot named Update Those Stories and More on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around, everybody. Here we go. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by James P. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I might even play it on the show. There's a lot of ways that you can leave voicemails. You can just say, hey, this is so-and-so, and you're listening to Switchcraft. Or you can, um, you know, let me know what you think of the latest episode. Let me know what your favorite game is. Uh, I'm going to play it on the show, so uh, keep keep in mind it'll cut you out off after one minute. But that is uh, that like that's all the intro stuff. Let's move on. Oh, the new Atari seventy eight hundred. We reinvented the video game. Well, you know, I, it's not like we didn't see this coming. Um, we saw this coming a long time ago. It's this is not a surprise to anyone at all. The idea that Realm Royale is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, if you don't know what Realm Royale is, it is a battle royale, of course. And the, you know, somebody might say, well, what makes Realm Royale different than other, uh, than other Battle Royale games? Well, Battle Royale, I'm sorry, Realm Royale has a couple of things that make it unique. First off, it has a class system. So they have like, um, they have like the warrior, the assassin, the mage, and then there's one other that I can't think of off the top of my head one other class uh but each one has different abilities that are inherent to that class well sort of that's that's kind of how it started but you can well every class has its own abilities so that that much is true and they are unique to that class however they also have things where they will be better at doing certain things than other classes. So there will be certain weapons that are really, really good for a mage and certain weapons that are really, really good for a warrior. And of course, like any other battle royale game, there's weapons scattered throughout uh, the map. You jump from a big blimp, you land on the map, and uh, you pick up weapons and kill other players. So far, sounds pretty similar. Um, as you either upgrade your weapons or find a weapon or ability that cuz cuz you don't just pick up weapons you can also pick up abilities like the ability to throw fireball fireballs or put down a trap or be able to see through walls for a certain amount of time like these are things that you can pick up uh as you either upgrade your character through getting new weapons or getting new abilities the old weapons that you were carrying the old abilities that you had, they go back down on the ground for somebody else to use. Or, this is probably the part of Realm Royale that I like the best, 
you can hit a button and I don't remember what button it is, but you hit a button and it takes that um, item or ability and turns it into uh, gems or shards or something like that. And then you can go to these forges that are placed throughout the map. Uh, each each little town has like a forge in it. And you can go to the forge and you can use those like crafting shards in order to craft a random new weapon or a random new ability or a random piece of armor or uh, potions or shield potions in order to, uh, you know, drink a drink a potion after you get uh, get into a fight or something like that, which is a very, very cool mechanic uh, because it it may it cleans up the world it gets rid of all of these extra weapons that nobody's using anyway and it it always feels good when you upgrade because you're not like oh man i don't know if i want to leave that behind well you have to leave it behind or you can turn it into crafting materials um another really cool thing about the crafting system is when you go to a What's the word I'm looking for? When, when you go to this uh, forge to craft the thing that, that, that whatever thing that you decide that you need at the time, um, smoke starts coming out of the top of that forge, alerting everyone around you. Oh, somebody is here and they're currently crafting. And if they come after you and kill you, then they can just pick up whatever it was that you were crafting because it takes time. So you go up to the forge, which kind of looks like a fireplace with an anvil, and uh, you select whatever of the, the options are that you want it to craft, and then you have to wait there for, for the timer to count down. And now you're you're constantly looking through all the doors and windows. Is anybody coming? Does anybody Has anybody noticed that I'm crafting? Uh, and, and outside of those two differences... The only other difference from other Battle Royale games is the fact that when you get killed, you're not immediately dead. You turn into a chicken, a big, fat chicken, and you can run around. And if you avoid getting too much damage as a chicken, you will turn back into your hero and then you can heal up and move on. Uh, So... There, 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 you've got these really cool, like you can jump through windows and stuff like that. So let's say that I get into a firefight in a, in a building uh, with another player and they, they happen to get the drop on me and they turn me into a chicken. I can jump through the window and run around the building, trying to avoid taking damage from them. And if I do it for long enough, I'll come back as a person and I can turn the tables and there's always like this is one of the things that's really great about battle royale games is those very very exciting moments that happen uh, punctuated by extremely long periods of nothing happening but at the same time you've got these these extremely exciting moments happening and when you're a chicken and you're trying to avoid being clucked and you you end up turning the tables and killing the other player. It's incredibly satisfying. Now, right now, you can play now this game with the Founders Pack. I don't know what the Founders Pack for this game includes off the top of my head. Um, and if you want to know, just just check it out on on your Nintendo Switch. 
But, I mean, this is from High Res Studios. It's the same company that did Paladins. It's the same company that did Smite. So, Realm Royale is a free-to-play game. And right now, you can pay to play it, and I'm sure that it's probably worth it. I, I, I certainly think it was worth it to pay for the Founders Pack for Smite and for Paladins. Um, Realm Royale, I'm sure it's probably worth it as well if you are... Um, if, if you are interested in this, in this game, otherwise just wait and you can play it for free, uh, later on when it comes out. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun game. I've played it on PS4. I've played it on uh, PC and I recommend it. If you like battle Royale games, if you don't like battle Royale games, it's not a game for you. It's not a game for you at all. Um, Let's move on to a, an, well, actually, I'm not even quite sure what kind of game this is. I know that it's a series that a lot of people really like. A lot of people love the Star Ocean series, and I've actually never played one. I've heard extremely good things about Star Ocean, but I've never played one. Uh, but Star Ocean First, um, I'm sorry, Star Ocean First Departure R is coming to the Nintendo Switch. We got this from a tweet that uh, came from at Star Ocean, so you know it's official. Uh, They said, Star Ocean Ocean First Departure R is the very first entry in the Star Ocean series, setting course for PS4 and Nintendo Switch. So I feel like... I feel like this is a remake of the original Star Ocean uh, obviously people are very excited. This is a, 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 a game that was on PlayStation games, uh, PlayStation one back in the day. So I know that there's going to be people who are excited for, for this game. I, I don't know enough about it to, to get excited. Uh, speaking of things we don't know enough about to get excited, we've got, uh, some news. Uh, this is from a website called Rio Kutia. 2089.com. It's a Japanese website. And thank God for Google automatically translating stuff because uh, this one uh, says that we we will be surprised with some new information uh, that has something to do with Dragon Quest. It's going to be published in the weekly Shonen Jump 28. Uh, I don't really know what that means, that, but uh, I guess the... The Jump 28 is supposed to come out on June 10th. Um, We don't know if this... I mean, just the logo screams really, really old stuff. I don't know if it has anything to do with the Switch, but I do know that there's a lot of overlap between people who like Nintendo stuff and people who like Dragon Quest stuff. So, you know, uh, if, if this turns out to be information about something for the Nintendo Switch, I will certainly let you know. Um, The Shonen Jump 26, uh, they told us about Dragon Quest X coming to the Switch, although we don't know if that is going to be coming to the West. Like right now, it seems like that's only going to be something that we hear about or that we see over in Japan. We don't know one way or the other. Um, Bravd in chat says the RPGs are the best G's. I like that. That's hilarious. Um, I'm going to use that from now on Bravd. Uh, speaking of things that, that Bravd has said that I want to use, I'm going to take a second and advertise my, um, my other podcast, Run, Jump, Stomp. 
I re I I had I put out two episodes in the last two days of Run Jump Stomp, uh, and I really want you guys to check those out. Um, I had um, Brian Dunaway. Uh, he is from a bunch of other podcasts, and he's a hilarious guy. Uh, I talked to him on Thursday, and that episode came out that day. And we had a we had a lot of fun talking about uh, Vaxer. That's the wrong. <laughs> Vaxer, that's the wrong you uh command. Um <laughs> Vaxer in chat just was trying to type exclamation point RJS pod and he wrote RJS bod, which hey, thanks for noticing, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh but uh Brian Dunaway ha- and I had a really good conversation about all kinds of crazy stuff in the gaming industry. So make sure that you check that out. Talking to him was really weird. And I was on the phone with Bravd afterwards, and he said that it that that talking to Brian Dunaway seemed like a quick time event where I just had to be ready to press triangle. Uh, and I felt like that is the most perfect way to describe having a conversation with Brian Dunaway. It was a really fun conversation. That guy has a lot of energy. So make sure that you guys check out uh, that podcast. Again, that's uh, you can find it over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. I also, if you're a Diablo fan, I also recently spoke to, um, David Brevik, who is the creator of Diablo as a series. Like he's the guy who made Diablo one, uh, him and his team back in the day, uh, used to work at Blizzard North and stuff. And we had an awesome conversation. I really am working on getting more, more guests over on, uh, run, jump, stomp. So make sure that you guys subscribe to that podcast. Okay, that uh, little sellout moment, uh, I think we'll follow that with some ads from our sponsors. And when we come back, we've got a bunch more stuff to talk about. So stick around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, listen! A robot named Fight. If you guys haven't watched my YouTube uh, series, the top 50 games on the Nintendo Switch, this is on there. I don't remember where exactly, but it's a great game. It's a part Metroidvania, part roguelike, and you are this robot fighting through like a living, uh, like a, I don't know, almost felt like the world has been taken over by this giant living creature, and you are a robot who is trying to make your way through it, if that makes sense. And you play as a robot named Fight, and it's really, really fun, and it's about to get, or is it about to get, or did it get an update? I I honestly can't remember now. Let's take a look. Uh, It looks like it's here. Uh, So they call it the Big Wet Update, 
And what can you expect? Well, I'm looking at the patch notes right now, and it's got brand new area called the Coolant Sewers with two new bosses, six new enemies, 83 new rooms. It's got new music, new achievements to unlock. The new bosses are Leviathan and Stalkus. The new enemies are the Flesh Cherub, the Bioplasma Tall Walker, the Buzzer, the Shelled Scooter, the Eyeing Tentacle, and the Flesh Seedling. Uh, the new items, the Lazorb, the Mecha Pirote, I don't know what that is, uh, the Web Bolt, the Dive Shell, the Up Dog, what's Up Dog? Uh, the Hand of Hephaestus, Zervan's Pentangle, and a bunch of other things that I don't know what they mean. And it's got uh, new achievements, the Glitch Scrap, uh, new synergies between uh, weapons that you can get, and they've got balance changes and a bunch of new rooms and revised rooms in there. Listen, guys, this is a great game, and it's a huge new, uh, it's a huge new uh, patch for the game. And I know that I was just showing you guys this stuff from the uh, from Steam, but I, I loaded up my Switch before the show to check and make sure that the game was being patched there too, and, and it is. So uh, make sure that you check that out if you haven't picked up the game yet. And you're not sure about it. I have a first look on my YouTube channel, which you guys can see. Uh, but it's really fun. It's really fun. And it's one of my favorite games of that style, uh, which is one of my favorite styles of games. So uh, a robot name fight is awesome. And now we've got some a, a new update for it. Speaking of updates, we have an update from Brawlhalla. Now, if if you would ask me, Bill, could you describe Brawlhalla? I would say poor man's Smash Brothers. And that's not bad. It's a it's a good game. I've played it on Steam. It's decent. It's free. I mean, if you don't have Smash Brothers, then and you don't want to spend money on Smash Brothers, then the next best thing is and that's not a bad thing to say. You know what I mean? Uh that's that's a pretty good thing to say that it's the next best thing. Uh but they just had a new update and I really am excited about this update. This update uh comes from a tweet from Brawlhalla. They said as of today, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch can play Brawlhalla together. That's fantastic. I absolutely love when uh a developers and uh, hardware platforms work together to allow players to play with their friends regardless of what system they own. It shows a lot of confidence from both Nintendo and Xbox that they can say, our systems can stand on their own. We don't have to lock people in. Now, of course, you've heard me talk about this before. If you're new to the podcast, you, you, you may have missed it. I've got a PS4 right over here next to me. I play on it all the time. But I am, and I am a fan of the PlayStation. And what I'm not a fan of is Sony's fear that if they let people on PlayStation play with anybody that they want, then their market share will be diminished. I think that that's cowardly and lame and just poor. It, it is bad for the consumer and it's bad for the gaming industry as a whole. And it's just downright bad. So, of course, you don't see Sony on this list because I'm sure, and I don't have any insider knowledge of this, I'm sure that Brawlhalla went to 
uh, Sony and said, listen, we're going to do cross-play with Xbox and Nintendo Switch. We would love to do it with PlayStation as well. Um, Will you sign off on that? And because Brawlhalla doesn't have the same clout in the industry that Fortnite does, they said no. Am I, do I have firsthand knowledge of that? Absolutely not. I don't know that for sure. But that's what my gut says. My gut says that Brawlhalla went to Sony and Sony said no because Sony is a bunch of cowards. Uh, at least in my opinion, when it comes to this. Do I think that they do good things? Yes. The, the PlayStation controller is fantastic. I'm a huge fan of my PS4. I think that PSN is a great deal and you should you should definitely subscribe to that if you've got a PlayStation. There are some amazing games on PlayStation, but what they do with their with their market share, they're like they're trying to be the bully. We we're going to take our ball and go home if you won't play the way that we want to play. And I think that that's just super lame. And Sony, I'm telling you right now, and I've said it on the show before, so if you've heard me say this before, you know, whatever, that's fine. But if you're new to the show, then then here's what I have to say to Sony. If the PS5 is not 100% cross-play capable with the Xbox One and the Nintendo Switch, I will not be buying one. And I'm a big fan of my PlayStation. And the same thing, I have to say the same thing to Xbox. If the Xbox Next, the Xbox whatever it is that they want to call it, uh, if that does not have complete cross-play with Nintendo and Sony, then I'm not buying it. Now, I, I can't really say that for Xbox because... With Xbox, they're they're already showing, hey, look, we're willing to work with others. So I I mean it's on Sony to do the right thing. Crossplay needs to be the number one feature that is talked about at E3 when they unveil whatever it is that Microsoft unveils. And when Sony unveils their PS5, crossplay needs to be the number one thing. And if either of those two companies the same thing with Nintendo whenever they unveil their next new thing. When those companies unveil whatever's next, if they don't say something about crossplay, then every single gaming journalist needs to make that their number one question. Are you going to allow people to play with their friends regardless of what platform that they're on, or are you too afraid that your platform is not good enough to stand on its own? Every gaming journalist needs to ask that question until we get a clear, concise, and truthful answer and not PR speak. But I've said this a hundred times, so I'm not, I'm not going to harp on it anymore. Let's talk about, um, Labo. Let's talk about Labo. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games. They do say that. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be one of those best games, but, uh, the third, Free extra Labo VR minigame is now available uh, in the news section. What do you mean the news section, Bill? Well, if I grab my Nintendo Switch and I, I go to the home screen, like here's the home screen, and I go to the news section right down here, and I open that up, uh, in the news section, 
mine, I, my, my news section on my Switch is still a disaster because I have a Japanese account, so I get all the Japanese news. I have an Australian New Zealand account, so I get all those news. And I have a European account and I have a North American account. And because I and I do that because sometimes it's just easier for them to give me a, a review code from one of the other regions. So I have all these different accounts. But when I scroll through, I see a lot of stuff that's duplicated everywhere. And so the news section is kind of useless to me. And that's that's my own fault. Um, but if you go to the news section, I'm sure that you will be able to find something uh, from Labo. And I'm not going to sit here and try and do it live on the show. Let me just set this down before I get distracted by shiny things. Um, but there's a free Labo VR mini game. It's available in the news section. Uh, it looks like it's kind of weird looking. I'm trying to bring it up here on Reddit right now. Um, it looks like you are some kind of little robot. So this is the, if you've played Labo VR, they have a lot of these games where you're this little robot and well, you control this little robot and you are the, the camera looking down at the robot, which is, I didn't really like that way of playing. I prefer to be in the, like the first person, like when you do the gun game, uh, like, like up here. Oh, you can't see my mouse. Um, anyway. Uh, that's beside the point. Uh, but this one looks like it's just, uh, if you've got the Labo VR kit, you can download it and, and check it out. And, uh, if you've already played through everything that they have in that, in that game, then now you've got more. And I mean, who doesn't want more stuff? I'll tell you what, speaking of more stuff, uh, Marvel ultimate Alliance three, uh, we've got another new trailer. This is about a minute long and it shows off some new characters. Uh, we've got, New characters like Juggernaut is in here, and I think Mystique, and um, who was the other one? I can't remember who the other one was. The, the, it's a bunch of X-Men stuff, really, which is great. Uh, oh, Magneto. Um, it's a bunch of X-Men stuff, and I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited for this game. The game looks a thousand times better than it did when they first showed it off. I, I can't remember if it was last E3, um, but... In some Nintendo Direct, when they first showed off Ultimate Alliance 3 and surprised everyone by letting us know this is a Switch exclusive, like, that just blows me away still. Uh, the game looked kind of blurry and not very good, but what the gameplay footage that they showed in this looked fantastic. Obviously, the cutscenes look great, but they're cutscenes. Who cares? Uh, but on um, on July 19th, when this game comes out, I am very, very excited for this game. Uh, it's it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 are fantastic couch co-op games. And I'm looking forward to playing this with my, with my community. Speaking of the community, if you haven't joined the community already... Uh, go, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord and join our discord server. It's uh, a lot of really fun people there. And I can guarantee we're going to be playing some Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 together this summer uh, because the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games have both of those so far have been fantastic. And being able to play online and using uh, voice chat through discord. Uh, yeah, 
through Discord, not through the, the Nintendo app, but using the voice chat through Discord is going to be really, really fun. And I'm excited, very, very excited for that game. Uh, here's something you might be excited for. There is right now on Amazon, and it's a lightning deal. So by the time you hear, if you're listening to it live, then make sure that that you take advantage of this right now. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the well. Here here's the show notes. I'm dropping the uh, the link in the show notes for the um. For, uh, I'm sorry. I'm putting the link in the in the chat for the live people. Uh, there is a deal right now for an 8-bit dough wireless Bluetooth adapter for Nintendo Switch. Um, it also works on um, Switch, Windows, Mac, and a Raspberry Pi. And I ordered one. This allows you to connect Bluetooth controllers to the Raspberry Pi. Now, the Raspberry Pi already has Bluetooth built in, but I think that it's not very good. And I ran into issues using a Bluetooth controller with it. Uh, so this is normally 20 bucks. It's down to 16. That's a pretty good discount. Um, oh, no. Oh, okay. No. the It's over. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, never mind. The, uh, the deal is over. It's back up to $19. Shoot. Or maybe it's only saying that because I already claimed this deal. Because if I go to... Yeah, if I I can't show it because it has my uh, has my address and stuff on it, but um, I already claimed the deal, so I'm not sure if it's still available at that price or not. Um, but it's cool. It looks like a little Mario brick, uh, which is awesome, and uh, you can also use it to connect other controllers to your Nintendo Switch. So it doesn't have to be used to connect your it's just a Bluetooth adapter and it's 16 bucks. It's a good deal if it's still on sale. Otherwise, it's 20 bucks. And honestly, what's four extra dollars? I don't know. Um, let's hit feedback. And I got a tweet from uh, at Tell You Dave. They said, hey, Run Jump Stomp, finished, finished up Switchcraft. I think Mario Kart Tour as it stands does not have multiplayer. It's unclear until the full game comes out. And that's something a lot of people said to me. They said, well, right now it's a single-player game. Because I was assuming that it's a multiplayer game. Now, oh, Jay Harley 17 in chat says it's still available at the $16 price. So get while the getting's good. Um, thank you, Jay Harley. I don't know if I care about a Mario Kart game that's single-player. Do you? I don't. And I don't know if I care about a Mario Kart game that's multiplayer with pay-to-win gotcha mechanics. Do you? I don't know. So either way, I think it's bad. Either way, I think that Mario Kart is going to... Well, I say going to flop, but there's no way it's going to flop. It's, 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 it's Mario Kart for crying out loud. It's Mario Kart, right? So, God, I, I hit the bleep button. I hope that the bleep button actually worked because I, I hit it a little off axis. <laughs> um, it's Mario Kart. It's going to succeed. And people love these gotcha mechanics. I just think it's bad for the... Uh, I think it's bad for the, the industry as a whole. But I had a long conversation about it from... 
uh, with somebody on Twitter from uh, Nintendo World Report where we were kind of going back and forth and not necessarily arguing, but just kind of saying our our point, like putting putting our points out there and, and, and you know, playing devil's advocate with each other, I guess. And um, I'm, I'm still very shaky on how Mario Kart Tour is going to be. Will I try it? Absolutely. It's free. I'll try it. But I am fully prepared to be disappointed, either because it's a single-player game, in which case I don't care, and or in which case it's a multiplayer game with pay-to-win mechanics. Either way, I think that's bad for us overall. Nuts for Nintendo. Become a part of the community over at our Discord channel. It's free. Runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me with uh, with Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you're looking for ways to support the show, go to RunJumpStomp.com slash thank you. And make sure that you check out my other shows. I'm recording uh, Run Jump Stomp every Friday. Uh, like I said earlier on in the episode, we had um, uh, Brian Dunaway and David Brevik on this week. And, um, Stadia cast is my Google Stadia focused podcast. Check that out. Uh, we are going to be recording that tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow at noon, I believe Eastern time. And that's going to be me, my co-host Lloyd and, uh, Tom Merritt, who like, that's a huge, huge guest to have. So I'm very excited about that. The music you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox remix by Noteblock. Check out their stuff on their YouTube channel. I will see you guys soon. Until then, bye-bye.